Hi guys, um, hello, welcome. How are you? All of you should know by now what's going on. I'm spending this week interviewing my lovely, lovely book sisters, and I'm really enjoying having chats with them. So today is the wonderful Ali. Why don't you introduce yourself, honey? Hi, everyone. So I'm Ali Duggan. Uh, it's taken me a while to realise who I am, actually. I am a mental health pioneer. I'm a campaigner. I do a lot of work around mental health. I'm also a creative. So I'm an actor, I'm a speaker and I'm a writer. Cool. Excellent. So the first question I wanted to start with is how did you get involved in the book? So I got involved in the book. I... I can't remember how I found out about the book actually. I can't because it, it just through Kezia or Glenn. It was, it was through it was through Kazia, but I but it was so long ago that I can't I can't really remember. But I yeah, I met Kazia online, so I was part of a group and I did some online challenges with her. And Kazia's premise is all about paying it forward. And as part of that, she gifted somebody um it was going to the destined for bigger things event so i got gifted for my involvement honesty courage i got gifted going to the event with her now to be honest i i'd heard about this event i must have been doing online things with kazia for about a year because the previous year somebody dropped out and they were gifting their ticket and I thought oh yeah I can do that and in the end my mother was taken ill and she was in hospital and it was just not practically possible as it was totally different ends of the country so I couldn't go so I put that to one side and then the next year and I just delved straight straight into the challenge not really thinking anything of it and then I remember, it's quite funny actually, because Kazia used to say my name, she used to say Alison Dugan or Ali Dugan. Um, and she read out my name and I'm like, what's all this about? I don't, I don't get it. I really wanted to go, but I would never have signed up. The reason I would never have signed up was because I didn't, I didn't feel worthy to be in the same room as these people. I just, Something in me wanted more. I talked about the book series. I talked about it at the job I was doing at the time. And they said, are you one of the authors? And I was thinking, no. But then that was one of the sparks, actually. I thought, oh, all these people at work are inspired by me. I don't think I'm inspiring at all, or certainly didn't then. So I went to the event and I, <laughs> to be honest, I was absolutely bricking it because I had such I've had such a big deal with anxiety that going somewhere new, driving, I hate getting lost. So many things that I got to work through to even physically get me to the event. And then I walked in and I just looked at all these in people and I'm what am I even doing here? There's all these sitting there at lunch and breaks with them and they're talking about things and, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, I don't really do anything. 
I'm not anything. I don't do anything. Why am I here? And then as the weekend drew on, I suppose I settled in and I, there's, there's, there was one pivotal moment actually that weekend when we were, we were given a sheet and it was saying about life experiences. And on those life experiences, I realized that I'd gone through 17 major life experiences. And we all swapped with somebody else in the room. And the person who I was looking at, they'd been through three. And I'm like, I've been through 17. And they've been through three. And actually, I'm not the only one who's gone through stuff. Yet all these people are out there doing things. But not only that, I've actually been through a lot of stuff and I'm still here. And everybody else thought I was strong and I didn't think I was strong. I'm like, I'm not strong because I'm not doing anything. But actually by surviving everything I've been through, I'm yeah. a survivor. Yeah. I wanted to, as you talk, I, I relate to you so much, but at the same time, I'm the one who says, wanted to say, well, what, you're amazing, you're incredible, you're all these things. And yet, why do we never see it in ourselves? We never, uh, like, I'm the, I'm like the first person to say, oh, my story is inspiring. Oh, why would anyone want, why? And we, we just, we completely put something down and something what was going through my head and maybe this would be something what resonates with you as you were talking. Someone once said to me, if you were your, your best friend treated you like the way you treat yourself, would you still be best friends with them? Well, I have to say, when I was talking to Kasia when we were going through this book process, she said about writing the notes, you, younger self mm. and I said to her so what happens if my inner bitch comes out and she said uh, she, she genuinely looked shocked and she was you're really nice you're you know you're nice and you're loving and you're this I'm like yeah but you haven't heard her you haven't heard her at all and I thought I don't even know if I can write this note back to my younger self because all this stuff that's going on in my head that I'm telling myself, how do I change from that to showing kindness, compassion and forgiveness? I'd say let it shine, let you in a bit shine. Personally, that's what I would. Because everyone's the same with me. They say, they, they see a certain version of me. I show a certain version of me. And um, I can be a complete bitch. I can be horrible. But I also can be really shy. Now, would you believe I'm shy? I, I would because I see that in myself as well. And I know that sometimes you can be bright and bubbly, but you're shy inside. Or, for example, in, in my work persona, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm measured, I'm calm, I'm quite serious when I was working at university. And then they found out I was, I'm, you know, performing on stage, and they're like, "Really?" Because that was the side of me that I presented to them. That was the side of me that I needed to be, but I felt that I didn't 
I didn't fit. It actually crushed me being in that environment because for me, I'm a creative and being, yeah, I just have to be in creative in whatever way that is, whether it be acting, speaking, writing. Um, poetry came out in the book. And I have no idea where that came from. But it, well, I do. It came from my heart. I didn't even know it was in there. When we took ourselves back to that period of my life, poetry from my younger self at that time, that was how she was feeling. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that, that everyone had so many sides to them. There's so many different sides to people. And we all show different sides of ourselves depending who we're with. Like we all got different sides and and it, it it's so much depends who we're with. I mean, some of my closest friends and family are gonna be really shocked by some of the stuff they read in my chapter. Because I told it from my point of view. However, I mean there's some things I talk about I'm not sure even everyone knows about. And there's some things I talk about that I I've struggled to explain to my family as I was going through what I was going through and and I couldn't find the words to make them understand and I don't know if they'll understand after reading the book but it is very much my view of what happened like some of the events they were there they were part of and all that but it was my view of what happened I'm not saying that's how they'll remember it. I'm not saying any of that. It's very much from where I've come from. And I don't think I've been this open or bare ever before, knowing that it's going to go out there to everyone. I mean, the closer we get to the 30th, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Are you nervous, excited? Do you not know? I've I've been all of those things. I've actually written a, a chapter before, and that was around anxiety. <laughs> and I, when I was writing that book chapter, I literally had a period where I wanted to completely run in the opposite direction. So in a way, this at some stages has felt easier but now that I've gone back and revisited my chapter and particularly I think it's particularly the poetry that I've written in there because you write poetry straight from your heart and it's one of those things where you say I'm doing it for the greater good which I genuinely am but yet I've had a challenge sharing it with people who know me well who haven't seen that side of me and I suppose particularly people who knew me at that period of my life because then it's one of those things that why didn't I realize that things were challenging for you but I'm not in that place now so it feels really really surreal because I put myself in that place for the chapter, but that's not where I am now, which I think is one of the points of the chapter that you're looking back to that person who is in this place and can't see a way out. And yet 
there's a there's a, there's a way out it might not be you might not be in a situation that you want to be in but somehow the anxiety is really strange because the anxiety is all about what you think might happen so I have had some challenges with anxiety but with me when the chips are down when I'm presented with physical or whatever challenges when the chips are down I actually cope amazingly well it's the thought of doing anything so with the anxiety it's always been the thought of doing something new doing this me appearing on interviews and podcasts when four years ago I couldn't even bear to see myself on camera couldn't bear to hear myself speak I couldn't bear to hear myself sing because that one wrong note that one thing that I said why did I say that that was that's the inner bitch coming out that's why I never listen back to any live I do anything I do I do it share instantly do it share photo share Whatever it is, because otherwise I'd never worked. I just never worked. I'd spent hours analysing every single word, the way I said it, comment, whatever. And I can't, I, I, I can't do that. I just can't do it. I can't spend my life doing that. So I, I'm just, I constantly push myself out. Like, I hate being first for camera. I hate it. And what do I do? I start a podcast. <laughs> And and I'm doing it on the camera instead of just speaking. You know, all these things are crazy. I'm insane. But there you go. That's who I am. Um, so the other question I wanted to ask you was, if I say to you the word misfits, what comes into mind? Quite interesting, actually, because the three things came to mind. Okay. What? One was the old me, mm. as in trying so hard to fit in, to be this, to be that, to be the other, and it never working. So that's one version of misfit. And then the second thing that came in my head that uh, shows my sense of humour was took me back to when I was really fit <laughs> in my early 20s. So I was misfit because I was, yeah, I had people aspiring to be as, as fit as me in the class I had. Uh, I remember one of the, the guys who was a police officer was like, I'm always aiming to keep up with you. So <laughs> I had that that came into my head. And then the third one was misfit as in m-i-s-s-f-i-t i am misfit i fit in perfectly wherever i, I love am that. i love that yeah i might have to knit that i think i'm gonna knit that sorry <laughs> i absolutely love that mm, really interesting so um is there anything you want to say what will encourage the person out there to come and order a book and to buy it? Uh, what would you say as the kind of if someone's still hesitant, still on the fence to? Um... It's so difficult to explain the power of this book 
and the power of these stories. But when you start reading them, because I've, I've, a couple of them have been shared with me, and I remember one of them and you think, oh, and it takes you, it takes you into this hole. And then you think, oh, okay, it's all going to work out. And then it takes you into this other hole and this other hole. And then it gives you real appreciation because when you, when, when you see the people of the authors as we know them now, we're like, wow, they've been through that and they've been through that and they've been through that and they thought they were weak and they thought they were unworthy and they thought they were this. And how, and, and how could they? And it just... It just shows the humanity out of all of us because it shows that we all go through stuff in life. We all go through periods where we think we're not in, we're not enough. We talk about the comparisonitis. And so for the people who are in that situation now, it's like you can be in this dark hole now. You think you're never, never going to get through. You think never, things are never going to change. You think people might judge you for, for me, it was around crying. I can cry. I can cry at the drop of that. But I, I held in that pain. And we've gone on this journey to, we've released and healed from some of our wounds and I would hope that by them reading our story, they will see that everybody goes through suffering. But you can, you can heal. You can heal by sharing. You can heal by talking. You might still have that scar, but it won't hurt anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Okay. Um, I know you wanted to do one more thing before we end, but before that one thing, and I ask you to do that, is there any last thoughts, things you say, or anything you want to put out there? I, I've said this on an earlier interview as well, and I say it from my heart that whoever he needs to hear this message, that you are loved more than you ever know. Those times when you cannot love yourself, you can't find the love within yourself. Reach out, be that friend, be that person and show some love to yourself and let others in, let them love you too. You make me cry. I could, I could, I could see that. You, I see so much of you in me and me in you. I just so similar in so many ways, and I wish you would hear that and give it to yourself. That you just said, you need to remember that every single day, every single day. So do I. Every single day. It's a message we we give out to others too often, but don't give to ourselves. Yeah, and I want to share something now. And by sharing this, I feel like I might cry now because I know how how 
I know what the words mean to me and I know what it means to me to sing in public when as I mentioned earlier I couldn't even bear to hear my own voice I had shared shared something with a friend and I literally wanted to snatch the phone off her I just couldn't bear to hear it and that's the place that I was in and now I'm sharing my voice in all kinds of ways and allowing us to share that magical Okay, so that leads us very nicely onto the fact you want to share some. But before you do, one thing, guys, link um, is launching on the 30th. You can pre-order now. I say this all the time. Authors say this time. The link's everywhere. Go to Ali's page. Go to my page. I'll put links with this video. That literally everywhere. So please, please come and support us in getting this book to international bestseller what's what we're aiming for to the launch on the 30th through amazon and it's just about getting it out there to as many people as we possibly can and we would really 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 appreciate your support in this that help us help others um okay with that please share your song with us i'm really excited about this so the, the song is one that somebody sent to me, incidentally, when I was in not very good place. And I thought, yeah, I need to now share this with you. It's called Belovedness. And it's a cover. It's by somebody called Sarah Kroger. You've earned your fear and all your self-loathing. You've earned the voices inside of your head. You've earned the shame and reproach of your failure. It's time to own your belovedness. You've owned your past. How is to find you? You've owned everything everyone sings. It's time to hear what your father has spoken. It's time to own your belovedness. He says you're mine. I smiled when I made you. I find you beautiful in every way. My love for you is fierce and unending. How can to find you whatever it takes, my beloved? You found the mess. You see in the mirror, you've found the lies that you just not enough. You've been so blinded by all your comparing. It's time to own your belovedness. He says you're mine. Smiled when I made you. I find you beautiful in every way. My love for you. It's fierce and I'll come to find you whatever it takes, my beloved. 
You are completely loved and fully known. Love believe he died to make your heart his home. He says you're mine, a smile from a made you. I find you beautiful in every way. My love for you is fierce and unending. I'll come to find you whatever it takes. He says you're mine, a smile when I made you. I find you beautiful in every way. My love for you is fierce and unending. I'll come to find you whatever it takes. My beloved, it's time to own your belovedness. Wow. Wow. You send me that. I just, it sent me the song. I actually love the words. I don't know what else to say. The words are extraordinary. Thank you so, so much for being brave enough to share it. I would never, ever sing in life on a video like this or in the public. You inspire the heck out of me. And I just, yeah, I think you're incredible. Um, thank you so much for giving your time. And I'm just going to leave it there. I don't think there's anything else to say. I really appreciate your time and thank you for coming and chatting. Okay. Bye. Uh, stop. <laughs>